transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Simon Mangra and I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your Thoughts Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about mind your focus. So when we're focusing on something, and sometimes you can even see this like a camera lens, you're really getting that picture crystal clear and sharp when you're getting really, really zoomed into that focus. So when we talk about our own focus, there's so many different layers to this, but it's all about when we're trying to get a task done, how can we focus ourselves to get that job done well? And there's so many different elements to this, which we're going to go over today in different parts. We're going to be talking about how to limit distractions to help enhance focus, um, how focus can be utilised in different ways. So focusing on things outside of ourselves, but also inner focus. And we're also then going to be talking about uh, the impact of how this can get you into the zone and what that actually means. So a lot of amazing things to talk about today. So, Rose, if you want to kick us off with your perceptions and your thoughts on focus. Well, I think focus is very important and it depends on, you know, some people probably thinking about focus within focusing on doing a task. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at it from um, the aspects of life. The reason this is quite personal to me is that when I started to get on this journey, what I realised is that I was focusing on everything that was outside of myself. Mm. So I'm looking at focus from that point of view. Um, I focused on all the all the descriptions of myself from other people, and that's what I used to be to think who I was at the time. I didn't realise, although I yeah I did realise because I felt that although these are the descriptions other people will say that's the person you are, this is where within your family. I also knew there was another side of me, but I didn't know how to recognise that person. And it was only until I started, I realised that I could focus from the inside out and not from the outside in was when my focus changed. Yeah. And that was when I say that about focusing from the outside, I was talking about the um, all the images on the outside, the words and descriptions and saying who I am, I suppose societal descriptions of obviously a black female and societal descriptions of where I would fit and then obviously fit where I fit with where um, within my family. And yeah. I was focusing on that, yeah, so to make who is, I am. It links all through yeah. to when we talk about conditioning. That's right. It links to how we get conditioned and where our focus then goes as part of that conditioning. Um, and you know, everything that you actually talked about, very, very, gone to a deep space very quickly, <laughs> yeah. but really interestingly, and I'm glad you did, because, yeah, I think as a as a woman of colour myself, um, it is interesting. And I don't know if it's just about being a woman, and I don't know if it's just about being a person of colour, a mixture of the two. Then you get these cultural things that come up, cultural and societal, as you've brought up. But... The other thing I want to add to that is, and I think you and me really relate to this, when you can be a very spiritual type of a person in a very, like, 
I don't know, unspiritual. Unspiritual. <laughs> in a spiritual environment or an environment that's more about practicality and physical things and yeah. science mind, even though that's got its own space. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I, I've gone through a, a whole phases in my life where I've always felt like I don't quite fit in, didn't quite fit into where we lived in our town, didn't feel like I fitted in the country. But then I went back, they, a lot of things I heard, the typical phrases growing up, the bullying go to your go back to your own country and it's like well, I was born here yeah, and this is kind of my country yeah. what you on about but then when I did go back to my homeland which is my parents country I still didn't fit in I was like this ain't my place like this is really like it's all right it's good but it ain't my place and and then in workplaces not quite fitting in and maybe there are certain peers and social circles and and this it's interesting as well funny things for myself but yeah definitely the way we perceive ourselves and, and, that, where our and our focuses and mm -hmm. it's interesting and this kind of is linking to one bit that i said that we'll talk about when we're focusing on maybe the wrong things that's right so this is an example of that um and and yeah when we even focus on i guess when even when people embark on their self-development journey as you know here and mind your thoughts we're all about personal development and developing your mindset and that's what our passion is but a lot of people don't understand that part of this is reflecting on actually what's been holding you back. Where have you held yourself back because you're holding yourself prisoner to this focus and these thoughts yeah. and these, yeah. you know, opinions about you? It's a bit like when people go out, embark on a new uh, project in their life or a new hobby or a new career that they want to do. And people around them might start saying, straight away, don't do that. Oh, I wouldn't do that. What are you doing that for? It's so interesting. Really randomly come in my head a uh, topic that we talked about with a friend of mine the other day i was talking about when i was younger i always wanted to get a pink car uh never did end up getting it uh but at that time i really wanted that and she's like oh i remember you used to go on about that and i used to always think no you don't want a pink car i wouldn't want a pink car it stands out like a sore thumb why would you want a pink car for go for something subtle and nice and like something just classic and then i said to her even at that point i said yeah but that's not for you to say to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like back then, I didn't even realise that that's what she may have been saying and I might have been taking on. Mm -hmm. But I said, hold on, for me to get the pink car, I want to stand out. Yeah. I want you to stand out. I want you to link me to something that's really out there because I'm an extrovert person. And at that time, I was very much more extra. I think I'm a bit more ambivert now, which is a bit of a mixture. But yeah, I wanted to be loud. I always wore loud clothes and loud jewellery and I'm a loud person. And I'm like, that's me you might not want to drive a pink car but why would you tell me not to buy a pink car because that's got nothing to do with what you're driving so do you think <laughs> so do you think because you were so focused on what other people were saying why you never went down that road possibly and it may have impacted it and it does impact us and this is where it links to the subconscious mind picks up this stuff as well and we have to try and sift out and focus and focus on our subconscious mind i guess mm -hmm. and make sure our subconscious mind has got that clear focus not just our conscious mind yes. now we're going down a really different yeah. uh, route now yeah. but, but it's very relevant it, i suppose it all comes in because where we are focused is what we bring into our life i'll give you an example of this i read this story and this was really pertinent when i first wanted to go into the personal development route which i mean now but this we were talking about nearly, nearly well 14 nearly 15 years ago I was in two minds because mm. one of the things I focused on is where I was. Yeah. I was a black female working in an office. How can I go and be somebody in personal development advising people? What would I have to bring? And so my focus was on that, what people said, where I should fit, 
you know, well, there's no shoulds about it, but that's what I thought. That's where my focus was. And then I read an article by a guy called Jamie Smart, who is a coach in the UK. And the article was about, he went to this, he was invited to, I think it was like a Weight Watchers or some slimming club. Mm-hmm. And there was a young man there, there was a man there, and the man said to, to, you know, he was talking about his journey. He said, I've been to loads of slimming clubs and I've never been able to lose weight because I don't see myself as a slim person. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie said to him, well, this is the problem. Your focus is that you see yourself as somebody who you class as overweight. Mm-hmm. And until you start seeing yourself, that's the focus of the inside as a slim person, no matter what you see on the outside, you're not going to get to that space. And that's when I realized I was seeing myself as an office person and not a business person and not a person who has got knowledge to share. And it was only until I shift that focus was I then able to start on this journey. Yeah. And that was why I came to the point of about the focusing from inside inside out instead of outside in what's my image of me mm. and using that as the focus and that's why i asked you the yeah, question now i love that because it's that's reminded me of like the way we perceive things and our perceptions ain't always accurate it links to our beliefs it's going down again so many different branches off the back of this topic which hopefully our other upcoming episodes will also cover in more detail we won't use that this space for that right now but Definitely. It's it's making me even think about the work that I've done in the NLP field around reframing, using metaphors and um, analogies to shift the way we look at something. Because I, I truly believe when you change the way you look at something, you change the way you feel about it. Mm-hmm. When you change how you feel about it, you'll change how you react and respond to that situation. And it also links to that famous saying that I've used plenty of times in the other <laughs> episodes, Wayne Dyer's, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's it's so true and it's happened in my life so many times. And changing this way that we're looking at things, changing our perceptions is all about changing that focus on what we're looking at and not just outside ourselves, exactly what you said, hit the nail on the head, Rose, as always, that focus within ourselves about who we are, what we are, what do we really want. Uh, something interesting that came up recently for me as well was um, I do a lot of card readings and um, I work uh, do a lot of lives with a lady called Enchantress I've mentioned in previous episodes do go and check her out on Instagram. Shout out to Enchantress. I got a lot of love for this lady. And uh, we do lives together. And she also does card pulls. And we were on a recent live at the time of this recording. Um, and uh, there was there was ups and downs going on in my personal life and with my own relationships. And, and I was just focusing on negative things and things that are annoying me or irritating me. And she just pulled out this card. And she doesn't know what's going on in my personal life at the time. But she, she just said it was a generic card. And it said, Focus on what you want in a relationship, what you don't, not on what you don't want. And I thought, wow, I needed that reminder. Because mm-hmm. I was focusing on all the things that, are, that were annoying me about the relationship rather than things that made the relationship great, what's making me feel happy, where is the good points. And this then links through to everything that I'm about, manifestation, mm-hmm. uh, being manifestation maven and the founder of manifestation maven. It's all about law of attraction and what that famous saying again I, you guys may have heard this before but i'm going to say it again because i think you can never say these kind of things enough times where your focus goes your energy flows and that's what grows um there's different ways to say it but i think rose has heard this 100 times as well <laughs> but uh you will wherever your focus is going you're going to grow that thing yeah. now if you're focusing on things that ain't that brilliant 
you're going to manifest more of those things that you don't like. When you're complaining about things, you will manifest more things to complain about. But when you see your blessings, and this is why attitude of gratitude is so important, you focus on the blessings, you focus on the gratitude, you're going to have more things to be grateful for. You're going to start spotting more opportunities that you're happy about and you see as blessings. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely feel like you, you have to really get mindful of this, where your focus is. Yeah. I mean, if you think about examples, something that um, I would use as an analogy, if you think about when you was a child, you got a magnifying glass and you held it in the sun was, and you focused on a, a blade of gra um, grass with the magnifying glass. What happens? It burnt through it because you've got laser sharp focus because you yeah. keep your eye on that particular thing. And if you do that with something negative, as Suman said, you'll be like that, right? Like, you'll burn it. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what you're going to have. You're going to have concentrated negativity within, within your life. But if you actually now focus on the, even if it's the one good thing and yeah. you keep focusing on that, what happens is that's going to grow in the same way as when you hold that magnifying glass against, you know, to the sun and to the grass and mm -hmm. it burns through it. You will get that same thing. So, yeah, focus is, I, I think focus is massive. I mean, in the, in the, in the terms of, we weren't talking about on the spiritual side, and people talk about focus we talk about focus within study mm. and getting things done and that's where we talk about how how do you focus your time and again it crosses over into time as well because sometimes you know if you're really focused on something plus you also love it what mm. happens is that time seems to go fast and it feels yeah. like you've been doing it for a minute when you've been doing it for an hour <laughs> But then if it's the other way and you're focusing on, I really hate doing this thing, that it could be doing it for a minute and that minute's like an hour. Things, yeah, time can, it, our perception of time can drag or go fast then, even though it's the same amount of time and it's about because of the way where our energy's at in that space. And this is going to link to another massive part of what we wanted to talk about today, about being in the zone and being in the vortex. So I, as I've always said, I'm a, a really big fan of Abraham Hicks's work and Esther and Jerry Hicks. Even Rose has mentioned them and we've talked about their, their work before. And they always talk about being in the vortex and not many people understand this concept. But for me, it's always meant that being in the zone, when you're in that space where you're in that right vibration, everything feels content and peaceful and happy. You feel good about yourself. You're feeling good about things around you. You're optimistic and you've got that bounce in your step. And whatever you're doing at that time, and exactly as Rose has just said, you're doing something that you need to do maybe, and also what you love doing, then it's just like, oh, you're just in this different transported mind space. And when you're in that space, uh, there's more chance for better manifestations and better idea about what you want to do, where you want to go, like a lot more like inspirational thoughts will come your way as well. This can also be sometimes when you're in a meditative space, it doesn't have to be just when you're doing something, sometimes you could be laser sharp focused within a meditative, you know, perception that you've got and you kind of zoning out and zoning in. Uh, so there's so many different ways that you could work with this, but definitely being in that zone and finding that sweet spot for yourself when you're definitely at your most, maybe the word would be optimum, when you're optimizing yourself in the best space. Honestly, getting that focus and knowing how to get to that focus and understanding when you're in that space, how can you replicate that again? And other days when you're not in that space, how can you get yourself back there? It's really interesting to write it down, think about it, uh, you know, chew on it and 
and just know for yourself of where that space is so that you can tap into that again whenever you need it and sometimes yeah, you're not always going to be in that zone and sometimes that's when we might be letting other distractions in or we're not allowing ourselves to have that full focus or like Rosa said we're maybe focusing on negative things as well so yeah I think we have to just I guess just see where we're at with that and and kind of then I guess manage it yeah and talking about managing I mean what other things you've what things have you done to manage where you're focusing so especially when you've got something important to do or you've got a big job and you know you don't really want to do what are the kind of things you use to manage your focus so that you stay focused on the task in hand interesting question i feel like it totally depends on what i'm doing and i am by no means a master of this <laughs> and i feel like at times i am when i'm really on it i'm really switched on but when i'm really not i'm really on the other side i'm like a very much all or nothing and there's times when i literally will procrastinate too much on something but I think one thing that carries me through is, and this is a very individual thing, but I feel like for me, I am so much a person where I will get that thing done. If I'm going to get something done by a certain day, I'll get it done. And I know I'll get it done. And that faith and just that affirmation has always stood with me because I think the more I've affirmed it, the more I've, like, that self-fulfilling prophecy, the more I've done it. Um, but then it does mean I have a bit more pressure on myself. So if I've got a whole week to do something by the Friday, the Monday and the Tuesday, I'll be like, barely doing much Wednesday I'll start doing a bit Thursday I'll be like oh my god I'm on it now I've had the whole week to really do it but yeah. I'll get it done by the Friday um, and I do think there's better ways I could do that mm -hmm. so I think when I have done it well the way I do it is um, I do a lot of diary management where I can I'll try and block out times for things but again it's hit and miss with me personally I think people work with these things differently I'm just sharing my honest experience here mm -hmm. I can sometimes put things in my diary and not really look at it and not really stick to it it's not just you. I have good intentions I'm like yeah this hour I'm going to just do this and then that hour's gone and come and gone and I'm like I didn't do that thing and then I kind of change the goal post for those things in my diary but um generally speaking having a bit of a structure is good mm -hmm. sometimes a harder structure works for certain people sometimes a looser structure would be better mm -hmm. but just kind of having a general idea of what you're going to try and focus on in the day Something that's worked well for me in the past has been rather than having a massive to-do list and all these things I write down, I do all these things and it can get overwhelming. Actually, trim that list down to what's your top three things you'd like to do. Mm. So you can maybe do one thing in the morning, one thing in the afternoon, one thing in the evening, spread it out, or even trim it down even more. Even if those three things feel like a lot, what's the one main thing you definitely want to get done that day? And that can really help you get your focus for that particular thing that as long as you're on that one thing, the other things then if you do anything else on top of it it's a bonus if those things can slide till the next day then it's not the end of the world um and it kind of has reminded me of uh brian tracy's book eat that frog mm. so do the hardest thing first do the, some yeah. people talk about doing the hardest thing yeah. first but that doesn't always work for everybody yeah. but i don't know what your thoughts are on that and do you apply that to yourself rose well i would i would say honestly my focus goes it just it goes up and down it depends on what I've got to do. Mm. And I would say that anybody listening, listening, what tends to happen with our focus is that if we're doing something that we don't like <laughs> and we don't feel our skills are best set to it, that's where a lot of distractions can come in and we come and our focus is not there. And I find that with myself as well. Yeah. yeah? So my best ways of managing it is doing the thing by 
with me, I know I get tired after so much, and I know my concentration will be there for a certain yeah. amount of time, and then it will wade. So I've worked out that if I work in the morning, because I tend to get up early, if I work then when I'm at my best, I'm, I'm awake, I'm alert, you know, I'm fully ready to, to you know, take the, the work, the day in my hands and just go with it. That's the best time for me to do stuff. I know some people are the opposite. They get up say. in the afternoon. And that's one of the things I think helps focus for yeah. you to know who you are. Yeah, your own body rhythm, isn't it? Exactly. Because as you was just saying that, I was like, I've always, and it, maybe it's not the best affirmation for me to say, and I maybe can switch this up, but I always say this saying, some of you listeners may relate to, I'm not a morning person. Uh, and I am the type of person, as you just said, your peak is in the morning. I thought, well, my peak is maybe around 10, 11 o'clock till about like three, four o'clock. I am a, a massive peak. So I know, I know for me, that's my window. And also you get these night owls and there's times that my energy is really high at night as well. So, um, yeah, I think we need to work to our own rhythm sometimes that's, and that's understand right. it. And it changes because yeah. there's times that I'm not ready to do stuff in the morning, but then evening comes. Could and that I'm be like, related I'm to seasonal it. or hormonal or it, a mixture? That, that could be related to any of that. I've never really, I've never really thought about it. I think it's seasonal. Because it depends on when it's summer and it's light. I mean, I get up early anyway, mm. but when it's summer and it's light, I feel more vibrant. I, mm. I get up earlier than I would normally anyway then. Probably because you're a sun sign as well, which yeah. is represented by the sun. Exactly. So maybe that is what it's to do. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm ready to jump out of bed and like, get ready at that time. And by nine o'clock, I've done so much and people are like, Wow. Well, you know, even I sometimes. Do you know what? Wow. I've been watching this guy on TikTok and he did this thing where he got up at like six or seven o'clock in the morning and he's done like a, a exercise routine. He did a yoga routine. He made his dinner for the whole like week or the day ahead yeah. and he put it into these little tubs and then he'd gone to the gym and did a yeah. workout. Then he came back and did something else. And by the time it was nine o'clock, then he went to a lecture. Then he came back, had his lunch. And then in the evening, he spent like four or five hours studying. And yeah. he does this thing on TikTok. I, can't, I wish I had his username now. But he sits on TikTok and he's like, study with me. And he just got the camera on and people are watching him study. And there's a timer going on. And as they're watching him study, they get inspired to do their study time. So many people commented on that. They're like, bro, you did so much within the first two, three hours of the day that I don't even do the whole day. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and that, But that's what you call focus yeah optimal focus because you already have a plan and that's i mean that's probably a whole different uh, podcast mm. but if you already know what your plan is and you've because if you do that on the night time and said in the morning i'm going to do this 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 your focus is you go to bed with that focus in your head already mm. so these are things that i do so i will write down a couple of things if especially if there's one thing i know i definitely need to do and remember i'll write it out the night before yeah so with the the last thing I've focused on is that task because I've written it down and I've put it on my desk and then I've gone to bed. Yeah. So again, it's it's like it's a bit like that programming in your head, programming your mind, mm -hmm. and then you've already said what you're focusing on, and not, and then when you go to sleep, what happens is that so you your mind is already working on that. Yeah, and especially gonna... the thing that you have in your mind before you go to bed yeah. is so powerful. And as well as the first thing in the morning, what your mind focuses that's, on, that's they will right. start shifting your dial if you do want to work on that stuff. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot more out there on that. And um, there's only limited space we've got here to speak about that. But definitely look into that. If, as a listener, you're interested in that. There's a lot of videos out there that can support you and books as well. Yeah. Um, what that's reminded me of as well is that um, 
there was something I was going to say, and my mind's drifted from that. I'll come back to that. See, my focus is going already. <laughs> we were talking about concentration as well, and concentration and focus kept go hand in hand, but they're kind of they're kind of the same thing, and they might be a bit different as well. I don't know. But what I was going to say was, we live in this world, and again, a common thing that keeps coming up again and again, people's span of attention has really got limited now. And we are more open to distractions, and that's because of this online world. Social media has really created a ripple there. And again, I think I feel like social media has its place. I'm never ever bad mouth social media because social media has done some wonders for me, for my business and my exposure and the contacts I've made and the links I've had and all these wonderful things. But at the same time, there's what we talked about in previous episodes: balancing and not too much. And where is it taking too much of my attention? Like. Sometimes I go onto TikTok and I can be on there and it feels like it's been five minutes and it's been an hour, sometimes even longer. And I'm like, wow, how much time do I spend on TikTok? Um, and my, me and my friend joke about it, like I was going to bed and then I didn't go to bed till late because I was on it for ages. I was like, how is that keeping us too engrossed, so much sucking us in? Um, and yeah, where is it where we need to draw the line and, and be mindful of what we're doing there? Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, there's so many distractions out there and Again, I'm just being mindful of the time that we've got left for this session, this episode. Um, but I did want to talk a little bit about that. Of how can we kind of maybe limit them or manage these a bit better? Because we've got social media, we've got Netflix, we've got um, just online scrolling, emails, texts, phone notifications. You know, one thing I've done is turned up certain notifications for my WhatsApp, and that made a big, massive difference to me. Would you have any, I guess, suggestions or tips for anybody that might be listening? I have to be honest, right? I use social media, but I'm not into it. Like so my focus like when it is becomes not, an addiction for people. My focus I'll, is not, I'll hold my hands up. I think yeah, I'm going to be My focus is not, there's just so much more things going on <laughs> in life. Um, so I think it's also about that. It is about what is it you get in from I think it. Some of us are wanting to have that escapism and just want to distract ourselves from real issues, maybe. And, and yeah, the thing is that, yeah, don't want to focus on what's really happening yeah and the truth is that what's really happening is what you decide probably linked to a bit of fear actually but then again it's it's depend it's depicted on what you are focused on mm. because yes there's a lot of challenges in the world but is that because we're focused on that because that's all that's put in front of us because there's so much good going on as well yeah do you know what i mean there's if you focus on if you're looking for the good that's going on, you will find You'll it. Find and that's, it. Where the, so that's where the focus that's is going on. Yeah. So many times. But if you're focusing on all the negative stuff, you may want to go on social media to find that joke, that, that cat Yeah, video. it can help you for the positive <laughs> Yeah, the positive And this is one thing as well. It's how so, you utilise it. Yeah. Because this is one thing I remember a manager of mine once saying, oh, I remember being on Facebook. I really hated it. It created a lot of problems and it was stressing me out, made me paranoid and stuff. And I thought... She's like, some of the stuff people would post would really upset her sometimes. Or what is how she thinks And I it. thought to myself, well, I make sure I'd be very, like, if it's uh, YouTube, the only things that come up on my algorithms are, because I only look at positive, motivational stuff, my algorithm picks that up and it only shows me more of that. Um, when I'm I'm following on Instagram, a lot of things to do with, like, holistic way of think, living, personal development, uh, meditation, horoscopes, you know, things like that. That's what I see more of, if you, like, pets you might like cat videos you'll see more cats but maybe just if there is something that pops up that triggers you sometimes it's good to know that what else is going on in the world to an extent mm -hmm. you don't have to focus on it and there's so many options like even on tiktok you can put 
I'm not interested in these types of videos and it changes the algorithm. So there is things that we can do to, even if you are going to be on social media, that the right things are coming in front of you because you're still consuming that information and it still will impact your focus and your energy. Well, you know, when you're talking about on the energetic level, yeah. remember if we're focusing on something, it's like a radio wave. If you'll tune into that radio station, you'll get what's playing on mm. that station. Now, if you're focusing on negative things, things will show up. Yeah, you'll notice it more. <laughs> you will notice it. Because it might be that those things probably, are in front of me and I don't probably, notice I don't them. notice them. I think I just scroll past it's them. true, same. Because it, it, it's, it's irrelevant. And if I do That's see it, 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 it's almost like um, my, my partner loves to listen to the news. Now, I will sit and, sit and listen to the news and... He, and we both say this, the news is like entertainment to us. Now, most people will say, well, how can you say that? Yeah. Because it's what we're focusing on from the news. Yeah. Is it information to me, make me feel fearful or depressed, mm. which is what most of the narrative is. Yes. But can you pick out anything out of that whole hour, half an hour yeah. that may be positive? And that's what we look for, the positive. So everything else kind of goes in one ear and flies through the other because our focus is on one thing. Mm. Have you ever? It's, it's it's like this. If you're driving down the road, or if if you're driving down the road and you've just got a new car, and you had a I don't know, a Ford Fiesta. Think how many Ford Fiestas you see. Mm. Every next car's a Ford Fiesta <laughs> because it's the car that yeah. you have, and that's where your focus is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same with. A red, you know, my children used to do this thing when they were small, a long time ago now. They used to say, we're going to look for, spot the yellow car. Mm -hmm. Now, it's amazing when they said that, and I'm in the car drive, we'd see all these yellow cars. Because where you're choosing to focus on. Exactly. For it, yeah. And I think Tony Robbins does a... Yeah, I was just going to say, you literally, on the tip of my tongue, was about oh, the reticular activating system. That's right. And that part of our brain and our mind is when we really choose to focus on something, uh, it'll really, really, you know, laser sharp focus can go there. So yeah, I guess uh, we're running out of time here now, but just to summarize, we can choose what we need to focus on, focus on those good things, the positive things. If you look for them, there's plenty out there in the world and that can really put you on the right track with where you're going. And just do that inner reflection as well and that inner focus at times, whether that's meditation or anything like that, that will really serve you. Until next time, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to us today. Next time you feel distraught, remember to mind your thoughts.